When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey babes, it is Lala Kent with my ride or die, Jessica again. Hi everyone, it's me again. Yay. Welcome to the Give Them Lala podcast. Last night's episode. Let's just get into it. You guys, I haven't seen it yet. So Lala, I need to know what to expect. What to expect. There's a party for Charlie. Okay. They are trying to get her food issues to go away, Mm -hmm. which let me be very, very clear on this. We'll obviously discuss this at the reunion, but when I learned about Charlie's food issues, there, there, there was no context behind them. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of, you know, what she said last year or two years ago, I don't eat pasta because I have a theory that it makes you gain weight. Right. That was all I knew about it. I was like, okay, that seems strange. Don't get it. Then as you, you know, as we've heard her talk about, you know, her childhood trauma, it all makes so much sense, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I I wasn't invited to that party where everyone else was and they all brought different food for her to try. Wait, you weren't invited? Why? No. I I was like an outsider. Oh. You know? This season was so strange for me yeah yeah just because I was a brand new mom Mm -hmm. you know I work really hard in my program and that's not to say that I don't have these like issues that I still need to work on because I definitely do but you know AA is not just to stop drinking Mm -hmm. it's to really get down to the root of all of your issues and really just become a better human being Granted, when you become sober, you don't become Jesus and start walking on water and turning the other cheek and becoming this like, oh my gosh, incredible person. Mm -hmm. We're human beings. We make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, is I, this season was having to pay for mistakes that I felt I had already paid for. Yeah. If that makes sense. That does. Yeah. And perception's a real bitch Mm -hmm. because the way I see things is not going to be the same as Sheena seeing things or Ariana or Sandoval. So it's it's really the root of how things go badly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And when you watch this season so far and watch last night's episode and um, saw the party happening with you not invited, do you feel a different way now than you did when it was happening? Or do you feel how do you feel about it? When it was happening, I was really trying to like put it to the side because I didn't want to bring that energy home to Ocean. Yeah. But at this point in my life, watching it back, I have much bigger fish to fry. Right. You know? Right. Yes. I take it one minute at a time Mm -hmm. because, you know, a seven-month-old can't sit around and wait for you to get over shit. Yep. Yeah. You better keep your fucking head up mm-hmm. and and do your do your thing. Yeah. So that's what I do. And that's sort of what I was talking about when I said last week, like the most inspiring soldiering through. Let's keep going with the day. It's incredible. Thank and you. I know you're dealing with a lot, but you also have a lot of us who support you and love you and ride or die for you. And I think you have moments where you feel that. And I love to see those moments, you know. Thank you. I just never thought that my life would be where it is right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's okay. Yeah. That's totally fine. And there's there's moments where I have pits in my stomach and I'm like, I need God to take over right now because it's too much. Mm -hmm. And he does. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. This is a new chapter. It's like I've heard you say it multiple times before. 
with your last book, mm -hmm. Give Them Lala, you're like, I feel like I've lived a thousand lifetimes since that book came out. And look at this. It's almost like I'm witnessing you literally step into a new chapter. It's so. crazy because I I look back on that book. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I was digging into stories from the time I was like a child to when my dad died through my drinking and what led me to get sober. And I'm like, this feels like I don't recognize the person that I'm writing about. Yeah. Isn't that strange? That's so strange. But it it's so, do you look at your life? Because I do as sort of chapters. Like to me, you saying that you look back on that book and you're like, whoa, what was that life? Like to yeah. me, it was like a completely different literal chapter. Right. I, I don't know. I just always look at life as like chapters and like, oh, my God, chapter six was wild. Right. And now, yeah. You know, like, I don't no, know. I look yeah. at it that way. Yeah. I yeah. for sure look at it as as yeah. chapters. And you have to be grateful for every experience. Yeah. Because, you know, what I've been through in my life, which people have been through much crazier and traumatic things mm -hmm. than I have been through. Mm -hmm. Those people inspire me mm -hmm. who deal with things with grace and they they come out on top even with the hand they were dealt. For me, I look at it and I'm like, I would never have ocean. Mm -hmm. You know, this like this independence that I have wouldn't be here. Yeah. It just feels amazing. Like, yes, I have moments, mm -hmm. but I will say I feel so hopeful and happy i love that that's amazing that's i mean i see it like it's it's incredible hopeful happy and how great it is to say not everyone can say this lala not everyone can say wow i look back at that chapter of my life or look back at the book and i don't even really recognize that person that means you're growing you're growing you're changing it's like it's all, you know, it's all over the place. I see memes about, you know, you've changed. Well, thank God I have. I'm not supposed to be the same person. That means you're listening, you're learning, you're educating yourself. You're allowing yourself to grow, which some people never do. Some people never do. And they're stuck in their same ways. And they can look back at something they did 10 years ago and be like, yep, that was me. I'm the same. God, no. Like, that's just not you. That's true. And I feel like if anyone doesn't want, if anyone doesn't fit into your evolution and if your evolution involves you being happy or healthy and there are a lot of pluses to the changes you've made and people don't fit into that anymore, mm -hmm. not my issue. I'm burning the bridge. I love that. Burn the bridge. And I don't care if I end up with three people around me. Because you know they're real. If you're a quality person, mm -hmm. that to me trumps the quantity. Yeah. I Absolutely. don't need a million friends. Mm -hmm. I need my mom. I need you. Oh, yay. You know, my family, obviously. Mm -hmm. Those are a given. Yeah. And my husbands. Love the husbands. Yeah. Shout out Logan and Leo. <laughs> we love you. Well, I think that's incredible. And I think just like, I mean, even from the person that I met, what is it now, six months ago? Yeah. You have like, like I watch you yeah. and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I am learning so many things right before my eyes. And it's really, it's really inspiring. You're the best, Jess. I always like, I, I've told you this before. At night, Jessica and her boyfriend, Kyle, have been added to my prayers. And I don't pray for many, you know? <laughs> I have a feeling. I tell God, just like, be with those who need you. Yeah. Whatever you take from that, God, is what you take from it. But it's like, mm. right now, that's the only thing I can lean on is mm. like a higher power. Higher power and prayer and Ocean and Lala are in my prayers every night. And my mom and dad now pray for Ocean, Lala, and Lisa. Love Mama <laughs> and Papa Walter. That's for damn sure. Love them. <laughs> Shout out Amy and Jake. So with... All of that being said, I'm excited for today's podcast because last week it was a mommy podcast. Mm -hmm. Britt was on. Yeah. And after the podcast, my ride or die Jessica was like, I have so many questions about childbirth. You guys, I have so many questions. And here's the thing. I have a lot of friends and family who have had babies, but... 
they seem to only talk about the beautiful part. And let's be honest, we know having a baby is miraculous. It's beautiful. But there are some gnarly aspects. Yes. So. So Jessica is going to ask us all of the fun and yummy questions about childbirth. And I'm also going to have my mom weigh in because her birthing experience with me was not great. It was actually very traumatic. So when we come back, Jessica's going to ask us questions. My mom's going to weigh in. I'm so excited. We'll be right back. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer, but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. We are back and we are talking about all things yummy with childbirth. Obviously, can I tell you something, Jess? Yeah. My mom will say the same thing. After I gave birth to Ocean, like during my labor, which I had a very easy labor, there were, I have a low pain tolerance. So there were moments where I was like, this is hard. Why did no one warn me? And then after I gave birth, I was like, this is why no one warns you because you literally forget Yeah. about yeah. anything that was traumatic or hard. It just kind of like leaves your memory. <laughs> That's what I figured. And like I said, I know childbirth is beautiful, but what I think happens is like, here's the thing. I won't talk to my pregnant friends about these things because I've tried before and I can see it filling their head with thoughts and anxiety right but then once they have the baby it's like I ask these questions and it's almost like no pain ever existed no gross things ever existed because like you have a human now so all of that just goes away right yeah but I've got questions all right ask away let's get it popping okay I have a list ladies and gentlemen Lisa please say hi to everyone hello everyone good morning <laughs> I, I love Lisa, Lisa's iconic. She's Gigi. We know you should, have, her. you should have seen her face when she said good morning. She looked like, 
what if people listen and it's not morning? It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, mama. They got it. They get it. So here's the thing. I'm going to ask all the questions. Lisa, if you don't feel comfortable answering some, then you don't have to. But you know what, you guys? Lisa's an open book like her daughter, Lala. So I feel like we won't have that problem. You, we, I was just going to say that. I'm a totally open book. So here we go. Here we go. Okay, we're going to start with an easy one. This is a very easy one, but I'm curious about it. Sickness. Okay, so some I want to know about morning sickness, night sickness. I have this fear of throwing up. I hate throwing up. So the thought of becoming pregnant, like what happens? You you become pregnant and then weeks in, you get sick in the morning, you get sick at night. Does it only last for a couple weeks? What's the deal? So with my experience, I was sick from the get-go with Lauren. I got sick in the morning and at night and I literally, this is so gross, but I was driving to work one morning, literally threw up in my lap. <laughs> yes, yes, very gnarly. How long did it last, mom? About three months. Three yeah. months. Yep. So it wasn't you just being nauseated. You like actually tossed your cookies often. Often. At okay. work, in the car, at home. Great oh, Did you go to work with vomit all over yourself? <laughs> well, on that particular day, I had obviously to turn around and go home and change. But yeah, it was, it was something you mean, else. You mean that people didn't want you to perform dental work with vomit in your lap on them? <laughs> or in my teeth? <laughs> Yummy. See, you asked for it, Jess. With Ocean, I was nauseated mm -hmm. and I couldn't stomach a lot of things. But I actually only threw up twice, like actually, but the nausea I felt was like all day long. Really? Yeah, it really was. And you know what else got me? Smells. Oh, the smells. Smells were horrific. You know, it just, it, anything would trigger me. Like I went, I remember going to Subway one day and I walked in the door and I immediately had to leave because I just, the combination of the smells got to me. Which is so strange because I walk into a subway and I'm like, ooh, I can smell all sorts of things. What do I order? <laughs> and now me and Meatball Subs are best friends. Best friends. We've had one about every day this week. Thank you, Subway. Same. Smells really? got to me too. But again, it only lasted three months. And then, and then it goes away. And it just one day you wake up and you're yeah. not sick anymore. Brittany was sick yeah. morning, noon, and night until she gave birth. Really? Yeah. Like throwing up sick. Vomiting <gasps> all night long and all day. Like we could never get together. It was okay because granted we were in COVID so we shouldn't have been getting together anyway. Like yeah. that was, it was like, okay, I'm okay with this because we can't get together anyway. Yeah. But yeah, she had a really tough pregnancy. But after three months, I was digging it. Really? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so then this leads me to cravings. Again, not the most exciting question, you guys, but I need to know this because I crave sweets all the time. Like, do your cravings stay the same, but they just elevate Ooh. or are they completely different? I like this question. Mom, what did you crave? Do you remember? Do you know, I don't remember craving anything. I think it was more trying to find something that sounded good. Oh, we're so on the same page. I was so excited when I got pregnant because whether people want to believe this or not, I have a huge appetite. Like I am a snacker. I love food. But then I got pregnant and I was so excited. I'm like, I can eat whatever I want. I don't even care. And nothing sounded good except sushi and chocolate cake. And when you're pregnant, your doctor will tell you like, I wouldn't have sushi. So I didn't. Yeah. But like nothing, even Perrier didn't sound good. <gasps> Shocker. Shocked. I'm shook to my core about that. Wow. I know. Nothing sounded good. Really? And even like you hear about people wanting pickles and things like that. Yeah. I don't want a pickle. Yeah. I never wanted a pickle. That was never, never anything I thought about. Lisa wanted a different kind of pickle. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, these are, this is one of the questions, you guys. I'm just going to be jumping around. Um, so horniness. I have heard... That w that some pregnant women are completely disgusted by sex the entire time. And I'm saying I've heard that from friends. Okay. Other women, it's the horniest they've ever been. They can't stop. And other women, it comes and goes in phases. So do you care to speak on that? Either one of you. So mine was just... Do I want to hear this? It stayed on... <laughs> 
So I was just never, never got hornier or didn't want it. It was just even kill for me. So I wasn't affected either she was way. Like, by I that. wasn't. It was even killed. I just needed it twice a day, like I always do, and I'm good. Look at her nodding her head. Do you know what's oh, so funny though? I know you're gonna die. But when I started showing, like five six months. My husband was kind of like, not really. I think he felt like it was kind of like his pee pee was going to hit your yes, kid in the face. Yes. Yes. I've yeah, that's yeah. really common because like when I went into my OB, mm -hmm. he would stick his fingers up there and be like, I feel the head. And I'm like, <gasps> no wonder, you know, men are like, I don't want to put my pee pee up there that you, you don't want your child's first thing to touch them be it that wait stop really the fingers thing so yes. your penis penises could touch oh my god well depending penis. on who you are <laughs> <laughs> could touch the baby yeah did you speak on your horniness were you at five months mm -hmm. i would look at the corner of a couch and be like that <laughs> put it underneath me i need to sit on it i need to maneuver on it that is turning me on i was beyond horny at five months really it's all i thought about Interesting. That is interesting. Everybody's so different. Everybody I know. Is different. I know. Had my little handy dandy fingers. <gasps> we love Get a the finger. job done. <laughs> I'm going to ask this to Lisa. Lisa, how many times did you have sex per week, per month when you were pregnant? Oh my gosh. You're asking a woman that um, delivered 31 years ago. Let me think about this. You're a freak. Tell us. We were probably on the norm two to three times a week. Oh, my God. On the norm. Oh, is that norm? Kyle, you hear that? We got to step it up a little bit. Good Lord. Okay. One to two, maybe. No, I, I know. I, I love I know it. you, Lisa. Love it. Okay. So then, you guys, I, like I said, I'm going to jump all over the place. I need to know about nipples. Because let me tell you something right now. A few weeks ago, Lala just casually mentioned that nipples change when you get pregnant. And I audibly gasped because what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, I may or may not have shown Jessica because I was like, you have to see. This had to have been a little bit ago. It was like yeah. you had just been hired. But my nipples got so big and so dark. And like the areola part, like not the actual nipple that stayed the same. But the areola was like a giant melted Hershey's kiss. What about yours, Lisa? Me, on the other hand, not so much. No. Lisa has the tiniest nipples you'll ever see. I love <laughs> tiny nipples. That's amazing. So just so you guys know, we have like this makeshift setup for the podcast and Lisa and Jessica have to share a mic. So if you hear one of them in the distance, just know, right, we're going to pull our shit together at some <laughs> point. But a lot of things are changing. So just roll with it for a minute. Sorry. I'm so there's yelling. that on nipples. But I wow. love darker nipples. Yeah. So I when my nipples got dark, I was like, <gasps> they're so cute. Are they I still love dark? No, they're back to normal, but oh. it's a real thing. Yeah. When women say, like, my baby sucked the life out of my boobs. Yeah. It's a real thing. Really? Yeah. Like, I look at my boobs and I'm like, they used to be so cute and perky and, like, fake. And now yeah. they're, like, sad balloons. Well, you know, that's another thing, uh, talking about nursing. Like, I tried to nurse Lauren for, I wanted to do it at least six months, but I didn't have the milk supply. And Lauren, on the other hand, was just producing 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 so Milk machine um i had to supplement with bottles but i didn't because of my mom telling me like it was difficult for her to nurse yeah. i and i've said this before was not married to the idea of nursing i always thought like nursing is a privilege even if you want to do it you may not be able to and that's yeah. why it always bothers me when people would ask me are you going to it's like well i hope but that's sometimes not an option you don't know how much milk you'll produce you don't know if your baby will latch and i wanted to be known like your baby lived inside of you for nine months whether it's on the boob or on a bottle you're bonded it doesn't matter exactly you know that's a great yeah my mom i know my mom tried to nurse there's five of us siblings my mom tried to nurse most of us but I think two of us didn't take and you know 
It's definitely it cheaper it if you're able to nurse. If you're, oh, really? Oh, yeah. You don't have to pay for that. It just comes through the boobies. Oh, yeah. Lauren had, um, she was very colicky. So I had to, when I supplemented her, I had to buy formula. And it was $15 a can. And this is 31 years ago. Like $15. I don't even know what it is now. It was called uh I thought it was Nutramagen or something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, it does. I saw it the other day. It does still exist. And, you know, when you're nursing, you also have to be careful about what you eat. Because I ate cauliflower one day. And Ocean had, she screamed morning until night until it was out of her system. It was horrific. That is crazy. So, because she had like gas or something? Yeah. her ga- it was gases. Wow. You know, because at that, at that time, they're still trying to figure out how to push things out of their system. Yeah. They don't know. You have yeah. a tummy ache and you're like, what do I do? When you're a grown ass woman, you're like, got to go to the bathroom, lay on my belly, push it out. Yeah. You know, but she's yeah. just a little infant. Like, what Aww. is this feeling? <gasps> have you ever seen the videos? I This is off topic. It's not one of my questions, but now it is. Of the women who I literally just saw this first video a couple months ago. The women or men who um, take their baby's feet and, like, push the gas out. I had to do that a lot with Ocean. Really? Yeah. And it just comes out. Yeah, it's actually very satisfying. (laughs) And you know what else I had to do with my babies is they would get constipated, so I'd have to give them suppositories. I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into caring for these little guys. I mean, totally. No, you're absolutely right. Because when Ocean was born, if they don't poop within 24 hours, that's a sign of jaundice. And the nurse had to come in and put a little Vaseline on like the tip of this thermometer and like massage (gasps) inside so that she would have a poop. Oh, my gosh. She couldn't go home, right? Until she had that first poop. She she couldn't go home until they cleared her for. And then literally I was I gave birth on a Monday. I got to go home on a Tuesday and literally on Thursday I was taking her to the doctor. They had already been in communication, my pediatrician and Cedar Sinai. So he knew what he was looking for. Wow. My pediatrician. Yeah. That is wow. See, I didn't know any of that. Okay, so then with breast milk, that was another question I had. By the way, what? Breast milk mm-hmm. is not just for feeding your baby. What? If your baby gets little acne, yeah. Or anything like that. Like the other day, Ocean got a little uh, mosquito bite. Yeah. I put the breast milk on it mm-hmm. and it literally went down the next day. That, how amazing is that? Something your body produces as like a miracle milk. It is. And I wish I had known that back in the day because at five weeks, Lauren got these little, those little pimples, the little yeah, baby pimples. It's really common. And some breast milk would have totally cleared it up. And I was putting all this other stuff on it because nobody told me. Yeah. No, it's a what? lot. When you have a baby and you're just expected there, the hospital's like, here you go. Take it home. And you're yeah. like, what do I do with it? <laughs> I have to keep this alive. Well, that's breast milk sells probably illegally. I don't know. But for a pretty penny online to like bodybuilders. I know I've that. heard that. Yeah. There's like Wild. a market, a huge There's market, a market for market. it. Well, speaking of breast milk. So obviously this is different than from what you said. Women produce breast milk differently. But one of my questions is, obviously, your boobs start getting bigger. So then when do you know that you have breast milk? Do they randomly start leaking one day? No, I so in January, I had wet spots on my PJs. And I was like, what is this? I ran to my mom and I was like, what is this? And she's like, that's claustrum. It's coming in because it was like this orange, not orange, but like yellow, yellow. like a yellow. Yeah. No, it's basically the fat that come like this, the fatty part that comes in before and it's very rich. It comes in first and your baby, if you're able to breastfeed, will take that first because it's got a lot of nutrients in it and then your milk comes in. Right. But my, my, my tits were so big, Jess. They were awesome. I was like, these are the funnest bags ever (laughs) you know and it's interesting too because a lot of um, women will say oh I felt my milk come in or or they'd be so engorged that they'd have to get in the shower to relieve it I never had that ever ever you know I had to actually see I pumped a lot as well because I had a lot of milk and when I was doing watch what happens live in September I didn't take my pump because I'm like I'm 
breastfeeding her just in the morning, afternoon, night, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Her teeth are coming in. By the way, there is nothing more painful <laughs> than feeling a little baby tooth rip your nipple. <laughs> it is excruciating. But I was like, I won't need to... I can't imagine that that much milk would come in. Right. And it did. I was literally sitting in the shower, warming my boobs up and just pushing on them. Oh. And it was just like squirting everywhere. I need to know then, did you ever get curious and turn it towards your mouth and try a little? Well, breast milk is like liquid gold. So if there was a bottle that Ocean took and she didn't finish it, yeah, I would drink it because really? I didn't want it to go to waste. And you know, it's only good for a certain amount of time. Yeah. So I would drink it. Yeah. 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 But but I was producing so much that I froze so much. Oh. You know, and I think um, going into this, I think I attribute some of my um, not being able to breastfeed, um, not milk not coming in. I had postpartum depression. Oh, I love that you mentioned that. Yeah. What was so, I remember you telling me, Mom, that your best friend, Sid, whose daughter is my best friend. We both have babies that are six months apart. Mm -hmm. We started Give Them All a Baby together. Yeah. And you told me, because you had your first baby when she was having her last, which yes. was Olivia, and it was her fourth. And she would come into your house and open the drapes yeah, and take you to the mall. Totally. I would be in my pajamas all day, the drapes drawn, the TV wasn't on. She'd come over and she'd say, well, of course you're depressed. And she'd rip open the drapes, turn on the TV, get me dressed, make me go to the mall or do something. But you know what was so freaky is I would be doing something at that moment. Like I remember we were at the mall and I was worried about what I was going to be doing the next day or the next week. It, it was, it was not a good mind space for it's, me. That's depression yeah. where you're concerned about where your headspace is going to be when you have to go home. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really common thing. And it's a huge reason your experience mom was a huge reason why I used mommy made, which they encapsulate your placenta. And you have to remember, your body forms an organ that it then just gets rid of. That is yeah. so amazing. And, you know, I think you guys are so lucky in this day and age because mental health is spoken about. Back it in wasn't the day, spoken about back we then. We didn't talk about it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it but was, it was kinda, like taboo. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember I would go in for B12 shots and they wanted to put me on an antidepressant and I was too afraid that I would be locked in and too, um, what's the word I want to say? Dependent. Dependent on it. Yeah. yeah. You thought you'd be dependent on the antidepressant. Right, right. Wh you're Which is nothing wrong with taking an antidepressant. But no. back in the day... Like, it was just I, a different day and age. It was. And it now was. everything is spoken about. There's so many outlets for you to call and understand what it is that you're feeling. We talk about chemical imbalances, what happens after you give birth, and even beyond that. Exactly. It, like I say, you guys are so, so lucky that you're in this day and age. Yeah, I agree. And that was another question I had about the placenta. So obviously, it's an organ that comes out of your body. I have heard there's different ways. First things first, I've heard the rumors that eating your placenta, ingesting it after you have a baby can help with postpartum depression. Yeah. Did you find that accurate? You know, I would feel I suffered from heavy depression while I was like the first few months of my pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And I felt guilty because I'm like, how when my body is creating something that is you can give me all of the scientific facts in the world on how a baby is created and how it's born. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. That is nothing short of a miracle. Yeah. Period. So I would sit there and be like, how are you depressed? You're creating a miracle right now. So I got into this weird headspace. Luckily, it subsided. But there were times after, you know, I gave birth that I'd be like, I'm a little down today. And, you know, mommy made gives you instructions. When you're feeling this way, take four of those capsules and face chug them oh. and I did and it it absolutely helped really yes and I'm so thankful that you had that I mean that that really is truly you're so blessed to have had that no I know I would recommend that to everybody you can find I actually follow mommy made on Instagram mm. so look them up on my Instagram they are the best they made it so easy for me literally I just told my Obi by the way I'm gonna eat this thing <laughs> 
in a capsule. And he was like, perfect. I brought my little uh, cooler. They picked it up. And a few days later, it was like, here's your pills. So that's what you do. You bring, they give you a cooler to bring. Yep. And then you give birth. And does the OBGYN immediately put it in the cooler? How does that work? Yeah, they do whatever they do with the the placenta. And then they put it in the cooler. Mm -hmm. And you're in direct contact with someone from Mommy Made. They say, we'll be there in whatever time frame. They pick it up and... You can actually look on their Instagram on how the process is done. It's crazy. And they even sent Ocean's um, umbilical cord that was made into a heart. Oh, my God. And painted gold. So I have that, too. That's so sweet. And how many days after you're home from the hospital or after you give birth do you get the pills? It was pretty immediate. Really? Yeah. Like it was a couple days? Maybe. Yeah. Really? It was fast. And it's just a free, I'm assuming like freeze dried? placenta yeah pretty milk. much yeah and they're all colorful you can pick a flavor isn't that the the jar that you have on your yeah. counter that's that pretty like it's fuchsia like, pink yep okay. that's exactly what it is and so okay okay so well like lala said they have it on their instagram how it's done so check it out what is it just mommy made mommy made encapsulation okay yeah and literally like my saving grace on that note we're gonna take a short break we will be right back with all things birth <laughs> So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we're back. We've spoken about placentas. Are you going to get into nitty gritty? Because by the way... It's going to get nitty gritty. I've got the question. Okay. Because by the way, what? Like, we haven't even gotten into Ooh. the part where they're like, time to put the catheter in. See, now this is the stuff I need to hear. So, and the enema. Okay, see, I didn't have an enema. I had an enema. No. <gasps> wow. Lisa, breaking news. Lisa had an enema when she was giving birth to Lala. Everyone. Wow. I, I didn't know that. See how things have changed, maybe. Yeah, I was dilated to a five when I got to the hospital, and they immediately gave me an enema, and then they put the catheter. Yeah, like, whole nine yards. Whole Okay, really quick on dilation. This is the dumbest question ever, but I need to know, because it it's, it's mind-blowing. So when they say dilated to a five or dilated to, let's say, a nine, right? Oh, your baby's coming. Does that mean, though... That you, they go, Lala's dilated to a seven. If you laid down and spread your legs, would I see a seven centimeter hole right there? How does that, is that how it goes? So, 
you know, I'm not like? quite sure. All I know is when you're at a 10, you are giving birth, baby. But <laughs> you you had your water break with me, right? You weren't induced. No, you... I was two weeks overdue with you. Okay. They were telling me that they were going to induce me on a Monday. Sunday, I remembered speaking to Sid and all of a sudden I'd have these pains and then I'd have another pain and she's like, we're going to time them. And then all of a sudden she's like, you're in labor. So I labored throughout the night at home. Okay. Got up at seven o'clock. Of course, I didn't get up. I was already up, but dad got up um, at seven o'clock in the morning. We headed to the hospital and I was dilated to a five. And like I said, um, and then at one twenty-three, I had a baby girl. Yeah, but it was not that new. No. Like tell. I fast forwarded much. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you had it was a traumatic experience. Very traumatic. Like. Um, I got in there and uh, your heart rate, rate dropped. They had to put oxygen on me. And then the doctor came in and was looking at the, the heartbeat on papers back in the day. I don't know what they do now. And he said, we have to get this baby out now. I had a nurse laying on my stomach. He was inside me trying to flip the baby around. Um, it, he got forceps that were snapping, and I thought they were pulling my baby's head off. My poor mother did not want to be in the delivery room. She was with me, but once I was going to give birth, she wanted to, you know, exactly. be out. She, poor thing, was pinned against the wall. And my best friend said was there and obviously my husband. And all of a sudden I'm pushing, they're laying on my stomach and this purple, um, this is what Sid and, and Kent tell me, this purple like cone. cone starts appearing and they look at each other like, oh my gosh, like what is wrong with this baby? Like oh. then she, they got her out and they whisked her away to the uh, NICU unit for five hours. I didn't even get to see her. I mean, mine was a very traumatic birth. Very traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. So. What, what was the purple cone? Was that her head? She was in the birth canal. Um, and though, so that was part of, and the trauma of trying to get her out. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And look at her now. <laughs> Stunning. No, no cone head for miles. <laughs> well, who knows? I've never that. shaved my head. <laughs> it could still be there. It could okay. still be there. Let's get in. I need to know the obvious. Okay. Poop, pee, and did the space. I'm not going to use medical terms. Did the space between your vagina and your butthole rip? So while you're pu pushing, did you poop? Did you pee? And did that space rip? I know there's a medical term. I didn't poop. And as far they they snipped me, oh yeah, they what snipped me. Yes, wow, episiotomy. You go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> you you know all the medical I terms. I know all of them. No, they didn't snip me. I did not poop, and there was no pee because I had a catheter. I had a cat. By the way, it was awesome. Wait, tell us about the catheter because that makes me scared. Don't let it make you scared. The The most traumatic part of my birthing experience was the most basic, which is when you go in and they put the IV in your arm. Really? Oh, yeah. I passed out twice. They thought I was seizing, but I wasn't seizing because Ocean's heart rate didn't drop. Okay. But I was fully out cold twice. I'm a freak when it comes to needles. Yeah. I don't want to hear them talking about, I can't find the vein. I'm like, I'm going to pass no. Or out. the vein is rolling. Oh, no. <laughs> That is enough to make me black out and I'm just done. No. So once we got through that and they did the um, the epidural, which was no issue for me. Like, just don't tell me about it. Just the epidural is the big thing up your spine. Yes. That numbs you. That numbs you. And everybody wanted to tell me their horror stories about their epidural. So that was another fun fact did that you I learned. Was yes, it fine, I though? I did have an epidural. But was it fine? Oh, it was a piece of cake. Yeah, piece of cake for me, too. They shoved it in, whatever. I was... I was having anxiety about the fact that I was so numb. I felt like Humpty Dumpty. Really? I felt like a rolling egg. I was like, this is, I'm going to freak out. Like, I can't feel my legs, you know? And then the only you reason, push? you just know. You just know? Your body just knows. Yeah. And I kept asking them, am I doing it? And they're like, yeah. you're doing fantastic. Like, she's right. I'm looking at her. It was crazy. Wait, so let's go back to the catheter. How do they put that in? They shove it, little thing Up in your, your pee hole. In your pee hole. Yeah, but you can't feel it because you've already had your epidural. Okay. Yeah, and then and they then come in and empty the bag every so often. You're straight chilling, Jess. So the bag is where? Can you see it filling up? I didn't see the bag. I couldn't see the bag at it's all. It's hung on the side of the bed. Mm, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's horny? <laughs> no, I didn't see the bag of pee at all. In fact, they 
would come in to check to see if I was dilated anymore and yeah. it was time to break my water. And I was so comfortable after they broke my water. They were like, we're going to change the sheets because it's very wet. And I was like, I can't feel anything. <laughs> so just leave it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes, I remember that. I got the best sleep of my life. Really? Yes. Okay, then here's my question. We're going, we're moving on to pain because I have heard the comparison used that I've heard multiple times is it's like a football coming through your nostril. That doesn't seem accurate, but like. Maybe if you don't have an epidural. Did you feel pain? You know, I was in pain up until I went to the hospital and That's had right. my epidural. But I've also um, been told I have a very high pain tolerance. I've Pass kidney stones twice on my own. So, um, doctors have told me that. So, I don't know. You're a savage, savage. Lisa. That's amazing. She would have done well in like the stone ages. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't yeah. Don't you think? Oh, I would, yeah. I would have died. She, she's I would on have been our the team. one that died. If the end of the world comes, she's on our team. 100%. Because my epidural kind of wore off, like the button wasn't working. Yeah. And it like wasn't that bad. But for me, it was excruciating. I was like, this needs to be fixed Wait, immediately. It was excruciating. So you could feel the baby coming out ocean. It it more, more like is like pressure. Cramping. Right. Like have you ever had period cramps? Yes, of course. So intensify that by like a hundred. Okay. See, that doesn't feel like it's that much pain to me though. Well, that's because you're a badass. By a hundred though. Yeah, maybe. But does, <laughs> see, every yeah. time I tell someone that they're like, that doesn't sound that bad. I'm like, it's horrific. My thing is, if I feel the hole at the bottom of me, like, ripping... No, don't get that out of your head. You, oh. don't, you don't even know you have a hole down there. Really? You're so numb, you don't know shit. Okay. You forget, you forget that you even have a bottom half of your body. Really? Yes. And when they're telling you to push... Yeah. You feel pressure, but it's not painful. Now... After it wears off and you go home, you feel like someone's taking a sledgehammer from the inside of your vagina. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, see, now this. Lots of questions on this. What? Did you have a donut? I don't remember. Yeah, Did I you sit it. on yeah. the donut? Yeah, me too. Me too. Mostly I just laid in bed, though. <laughs> what do we mean by donut? We need to know. It's like a, an inflatable inner tube that you sit on. Sit on when? When you're, when you're like you're in a sitting seat at the because, table or wherever you're So that there's not upright. direct pressure on your hoo-ha. Okay. Okay. And I did rip a little bit. I had you like did. two stitches. And it was every time you'd go to the bathroom, which by the way, you yeah. can't wipe. You can't wipe. Do they do no. the stitches just dissolve? Yes. Okay. They dissolve. But you they give you like this little douchey thing. Yeah. That you you pee, then you spray it. Then uh witch hazel pads for you to pat it. Okay. And then you let it air dry. Your vagina. Mm -hmm. Your vagina. <laughs> okay. You're a pretty little you cookie. You let it air dry. Let it air dry. You're not supposed to rub it at all. Just gently uh, pat. pat. Okay. Yep. And I liked the ice pads by Frida. It's okay. like a giant pad. You like just snap it a little bit and it yeah. releases the little things that make it cold. Yeah. And those were a lifesaver. They also gave me spray to numb it okay. but when you have a baby yeah go and get either depends or secret mm -hmm. diaper you know diapers by secret the little liner company okay so full-size diapers though full-size diapers you're gonna live in them and it's just so much easier to take them off and throw them away for how long depending on how long you're bleeding i mean i was probably in mine for a good three weeks and you're bleeding just from your body is just bleeding. I mean, you just healing. had a baby just come through baby. there. Yeah. You know, it's... So it's kind of the lining sloughing off. Everything's kind of sloughing off. Yeah. And also if you ripped, like yeah. I did, there's going to be a little bit of blood from that. It's just like your body just pushed out a living human being. Yeah. Okay. Nitty gritty. Did, did you take a mirror and look at your vagina? How different did it look? Like, what did it look like stretched? And how long until it snaps back? My cookie looked cuter after childbirth. Really? Mm -hmm. She snapped back like a rubber band. <laughs> sure did. How about you, Lisa? I don't remember looking at it. No, I don't. No. Really? That's interesting. Oh, I remember laying in my closet, spread eagle, <gasps> being like, you're a badass bitch. Really? And it snaps back because... And I don't think my mom would care about saying this, but my mom did have five kids. So, like, I remember jumping on the trampoline and she would come jump on the trampoline with us and then be like, oh, my God, I have to get off the trampoline because she was literally peeing her pants. 
Was it pee though or juice? Because I, I juice know. way more now that I've had ocean. Really? Oh yeah. So it's just like discharge. It's just whatever yumminess Ooh. that is like a slip and slide. Yeah. Oh, speaking of slip and slide, we're back to birth. Mucus plug. What in the world is a mucus plug? And when does it come out? Lisa, help. Okay, so I heard about this. Do you know I, anything about it? No, I never even experienced that. But they had to break my water. So they had to, see, I they had to break mine too. Okay. So I've heard about the mus- mucus plug. Yeah. But I didn't experience it. Okay, so my boyfriend Kyle knows a lot about childbirth for some reason. And he said the mucus plug was something that comes out before your water breaks. Like the mucus, it's like mucus in there. I know this too because yeah. of Sid's daughter. Oh. Yeah, yes. they were really into like, what about her mucus plug? And I was like, I don't know what that is. But again, I was induced. So I yeah. was laying in a hospital bed and they were just dealing with whatever was happening down there. Okay, if anyone knows the exact thing of what a mucus plug is, we're not going to Google this. Comment on Lala's photos on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, or call in to the podcast. Yes, or Eight, call in. Yes, and tell us what a mucus plug is. 866-LALA-POD, because I want to know. We all want to know. Okay, so so we're back. You had to wear a diaper. Yes. How long until you can have sex again? And is it painful when you do? It was six weeks, they recommend. Yeah, uh, you have to have a six-week checkup. To clear before you can do anything. Yeah. Any sort of exercise, sex, finger banging yourself, all of it. Were you fine after six weeks, either of you, or did you have to wait? No, I was totally cleared. Good to know. Good to know. What about um, douching? Then is that just like a thing you have to do regularly? You just like hold the douche. Oh, you don't out. You don't know. You don't put anything in there. It's and that's just important. to clean it from the outside. Because you don't want to get an infection. Right. And you can get an infection with putting things in there after you have a baby? Yes, because it's all toe up in there. Oh. So you do it from the outside. You squirt it down. Yeah. No soap, just warm water. Okay. And... It's funny because I remember you asking me about the smell. Yeah. Does it smell? It doesn't smell bad. Okay. There's, for me, it smelled like medical. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I was obsessed with everything that was happening to my body after I gave birth. See, and that's what, and you just loved it because you just, I loved you it. have your miracle, like you have a miracle in front of you. I just so. felt like. I am woman, hear me roar. I yeah. just gave, like I have, I've never felt so much like a strong, beautiful woman. And you were and look like a strong, beautiful woman. And you are. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, after childbirth, there's something that for me, I yeah. know that a lot of my friends struggled after they gave birth with their body because your body's not yours anymore. Yeah. Your boobs are not just these sexy things that are for Kyle to play with. Yes. Those belong to the baby. They're feeding her. You know, just yeah. your body isn't yours anymore. Yeah. I was okay with that. I loved it. Yeah. You just felt like mama and you just had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is, I mean, hello. That's beautiful. She's like. And, you know, I think both Lauren and I were super lucky too because at my six week checkup, I was back to my pre pregnancy weight. And I think Lauren oh. was too, which, you know, is we have to be very grateful for that. Yeah. Of course. And people ask me, like, what did you do? And I have to just say it was genetics. Yeah, because you didn't do anything. And you didn't even seem, I mean, I started working for for you three months after Ocean was born, but you didn't seem, you were just like, I'm just, it's not like you were a woman who was like, I need to get back to this body. You were just like, you seemed thankful for your body and just like, it's going to do what it's going to do right now. Yeah, and I think when I express how I felt about my body, Mm -hmm. there have been comments where it's like, well, of course you would think about your body that way. I mean, look at it. Mm -hmm. But- mentally you don't think that way after you give birth right you don't think oh my gosh my bounce back is amazing like I acknowledge as an outsider how people would say that yeah but mentally I still gave birth like everybody else yes I'm very lucky that my bounce back was very quick yeah but I still felt like things are sitting different that was another question oh for sure you know sure yeah is your body forever change because I have a friend who was like 
who actually was happy about it, but she was like, I never had hips. Look at these hips now. Yeah. Like I heard your hips sort of you blow out or yeah, whatever. I, I didn't really fit into any of my jeans. And I remember telling my mom, I need to go jean shopping so that I can and throw these out. And she was like, no, no, no. You got to wait because now really? I fit right back into them. So your body doesn't permanently change or it does in some ways. I think it depends on who you are. I think it depends on who you are, too. Yeah, I think some people get, you know, curvier and more voluptuous and others, you know, go back to what they were before. It just I think it's an individual thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like my body was I loved my body after I gave birth because yeah. I've always loved I've always loved women with me on them who are yeah. curvy and voluptuous. Like oh, I've always wanted. Beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've always loved that. I've always said, like, give me Ashley Graham on a silver platter and Gorge. I will be the happiest girl in the yes. entire world. I am grateful for my genetics, mm -hmm. but I've always, even when I was a young kid, wanted to be curvy. Yeah. Like, big boobs, the the hips, the big butt. Yeah. I've always wanted that. Really? Yeah. And I've tried to get it in the gym and it just doesn't happen well, for me. Well, it's funny that we all want what we don't have. I mean, don't you feel that way? It's yes. It's like, hello. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But my dream woman is curvy and sexy and, like, just give me all of the curves. All in the, the curves. Yes. We love curves. We <laughs> love curves. Okay. This is going to be one of the last ones. But I do want to know, because it's not clear to me, can you just breastfeed forever? Obviously, people, a lot of people, I mean, most people wouldn't choose to do that. Can you just, some women just choose however long I want to pump? You just have milk in there? You want to know what's so crazy is I was watching old school housewives of, um, Orange County. Mm -hmm. And I remember Shannon Bedore, she like mentioned that if she hears a baby cry, like she'll start lactating. And Andy Cohen asked her about it on the reunion. And she was like, yeah, I could still produce milk. So that's an interesting question. I, I've heard breast milk is supply and demand. Mm -hmm. Like now that Ocean, it's funny because with her teeth coming in, yeah. depending on the day, if it's morning time, she'll sucky, sucky, no biting. Nighttime, okay. sucky, sucky, no biting. Midday, yeah. it's a chew toy. <laughs> Feed and bite. So for me, it's like supply and demand. If I used to feed her every single meal from the boob, yeah. I my boobs were huge, just filled with milk. Now it's kind of lessened, but I think... It is supply and demand. If you choose to feed your kid, even if it's once a day from the boob, I have heard of kids that are like five still sucking on the yep. booby. I actually have a friend and she nursed her baby till I think she was almost four. Oh, that's Whoa. crazy. I kid you not. That is incredible. It is because if you think about it, if the world comes to an end and there's no food, you yeah. want to be with a mom who's nursing because yeah. we're all going to need to take a turn. Yes. <laughs> well, know? it goes back to, I don't know the the actual like hardcore facts on the tribal days, but it was like women would always, that's why periods sync up, you guys. And again, we can fact check this with an expert, but that's why periods sync up because it was always easiest for women and tribes to be on the same cycle, to give birth at the same, to breastfeed at the same because women would just breastfeed all the babies. Right. That, I think that is so cool. It's amazing. Women it are It is a incredible. miracle. No, yeah. I've always loved women. <laughs> so let's talk about all the things that women can do. Wow. Well, congratulations to everyone who's given birth because what a ride it is. It is. It's very intense. But like I said, you forget about all of the things that are not great because you have like this perfect little human who's you. Yeah. I'm just thinking amen to moms. Period. They're superheroes. Celebrate moms. Yeah. They really are. So whether you had a surrogate, whether you adopted, whether you gave birth, doesn't, I, mean, I always say that stars. I love that you said I that agree. mom. Cause I, I say that, that all the time. I'm like, yeah. it doesn't matter how your kid got here. There's mm -hmm. something that happens when you know your baby is on the way that you are just, you just become like this like incredible force. Yeah. You become like a mama bear. Yeah. You'll die for your kid and you'll take someone out for them. So be prepared, Jess. <laughs> and that's amazing. And yes, no, you're so right, Lisa. That goes to all of the women. So many women can't have babies and so many women choose to not be mothers. And whatever path you choose, I think it's incredible. Women are incredible in general. But um, I think celebrating it all is beautiful. 
What an amazing podcast today. Thank you, Mama, for joining us. I love being with you girls. <laughs> you guys are my tribe. A home full of girls, even the dogs. Woo. That's what's up. Thank you, Jessica, for being my co-host again. Yes. We make a good team. And of course, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. I am so grateful for you all. Remember, I want to hear from you. So please call me. My number, 866-LALA-POD. And we will be back with another episode next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.